Hello there, welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. We're at the National Stadium at Windsor Park, ahead of the Saddlers, Peaky Blinder, Irish Cup, fifth round draw. Stephen Bickham and myself will be chatting to the great and the good of the Irish League as we look forward to this weekend's fixtures in the Danske Bank Premiership. Right, for starters, this week we're joined by Bastian Eri uh, from Linfield, one of your favourite footballers to watch, Bigo. Ah, uh, this guy's class. <laughs> he really is. Thank he you. lit up Windsor Park in the European games earlier this season, Pete, and was one of the main reasons why Linfield went so far in the competition. How much did you enjoy playing in Europe, uh, Bastian? It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best memories I had about football, yeah. Um, whenever you look back at it, you know, it was just a, one more game, one more result. It could have been know, so different. It's football, you know, you have to take the positive out of, the, out of this. Like, I know we're so close, but at the same time, so far, you know, so just have to take the positive and try to win the league. And if we win the league, we'll be aiming to probably try to do the same again. We'll get on to Saturday's result in a second, but first up, how are you enjoying life in Belfast? I enjoy it so far, you know, we're doing good, you know, we got a few games to catch up, but look, we're still up there and uh, we're grafting hard and hard and we had a lot of game and we, I think we dropped a few results, but we're still there. And how much do people love your accent? I don't know about that. <laughs> do, does Jamie Mulgrew inspire you in the middle of the park because he's one of the best players that's he's played good, in know, I'm happy to play next to him because he's got that experience in the league and uh, he'll talk to me through like what to do what not to do and like help me like when you play a different team he'll tell me like what the game's going to be like and stuff like that so it's really helpful uh, Big win on Saturday it was a bit of a I mean it wasn't the goal fest that we probably hoped for but yeah. Chris Casement would have been happy getting the winner Oh 100% everyone were happy like I think he was the most happy, but everyone was buzzing, you know. Everyone, we knew we needed to win, you know. And it's been a different couple of weeks um, for you, and I know certainly with the League Cup, um, David Haley was, was, was annoyed at the end of the game with regards to your performance. Um, did you take stock after that? Yeah, 100%. Everyone was affected, you know. Everyone's head was totally gone, 100%. Like, we were so good, like, because it was semi-final, like, two games to lift the trophy, you know. What's it like playing in the Irish League for a player like you? Because you're like a cavalier footballer. You like to get the ball on the deck. You do a few it's skills. Diff- it's different, you know. It's more like athletic, but you have to adapt yourself and get on with it, you know. But the tackles come flying in on you sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, but you have to just deal with it. Go up, go back up and just go again. And the title? That's the main aim at Linfield, always is. Well, me, I came to Linfield like to be successful, you know. I know it's been a successful club, and I'm here like to win, 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 win. Um, looking ahead a couple of weeks, Boxing Day fixtures are coming up. They're very special in the Irish League. You've got the Glens at the Oval. Glen Torrent, certainly a different proposition than last season. How much are you looking forward to that game? I'm looking very forward to that because since I came here, everyone told me about this day. Everyone told me it's going to be electric and really good, so I'm really looking forward to that. You do realise if you score a winner in a big two derby, Bastion, you're a hero forever? I I heard that as well. I said if you score a goal in that game, you'll be like remembered. And David Haley, what's he like to to work under? He's good, like, you know, he's close to the players and he helps us through. Like, you know, if a few people don't feel alright, you just talk to us through and he's alright, yeah. Um, Finally, Warren Point on Saturday. It's a hard place to go. I've never been there so far, but uh, I guess it is, everyone told me, and we just need to go there and get three points, like, that's all we're looking for at the moment, just win, 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 take game by game, 
we know if we want to go forward and we have to take game by game and like look each Saturday by each Saturday. We're on point, Eamon Scannell joins us now. You're very welcome, thanks for speaking to us. Um, how's life under Barry Gray? Uh, it's good, confidence is back amongst everyone. Um, obviously, two good wins last week, uh, the previous week's area against Palomino and Coleraine. Um, but we've a lot of young players still, and we've been unfortunate with injuries and stuff, so we're starting to get players back and hopefully push on now for the rest of the season. It must have been a hard start to the season for you. It was, and... Um, Stevie was putting the right ideas out there and giving us the right um, tactics and stuff, but it just wasn't coming together. And um, it was difficult when you're you're trying your best, but you're just not getting anywhere with it, you know. So, um, oh, we can't do nothing about the past now. We just have to keep going forward, and that's it. What about that result against Coleraine? I mean, that was without question the result of the season. This is a Coleraine team who'd been unbeaten under Oren Kearney for so many games, and then you go and beat them at Middletown. Amazing. That's football for you, isn't it? You know, it's like. In the cup, it doesn't matter who you get. There's always an upset, and last year we had big results like that, so we knew we could do it. Um, we seem to play better against the big teams, but you have, just have to have belief that you're going to win every week because no one's going to give you a chance when you're at the bottom of the table. So if you don't have any belief in yourself, then you're not going to be able to do it. You know. Talking to the big teams, they don't come much bigger than Linfield on Saturday. No, and unfortunately I can't play because I'm on loan. Um, me and Brandon Larkin will all be out, um, but. The players are there, and we'll see how it goes. So, don't want to say too much on that one. No, absolutely not. But but home, I mean, the home results are going to be so important and imperative for you guys going forward. They are well. Obviously, at home you have an advantage of your own fans. They're albeit a small band, but they're loyal and they're there every week for us. So, um, all we can do is do our best on the pitch for them, and hopefully, when we are away, we can pick up some some points along the way. Gotta ask you, Alan O'Sullivan. Love watching him. He can be barnstorming at times. But how important is it? that he's back scoring goals again, Eamon? I saw he's massive for us. He's our talisman, you know. He, um, he'd have the quietest game and then he'll pop up and score two and next thing you're in the lead. So uh, it's important to keep Solly fit because we are laid up top at the minute with strikers and stuff. So hopefully we can get some more in in January and give Solly a hand as well. And you can stay up? Definitely. Um, long way to go. It's not even Christmas yet. So I think there's only two points maybe between us and the Institute. And then... Um, so if we can claw that back, we'll take one team at a time who's above us. There's no point looking too far ahead. And just have to keep plugging away and worry about ourselves and not the other teams, really. And we're only moments away from the fifth round draw in the Irish Cup. What are you hoping for? Um, we'll take who we get. Don't like to be superstitious and say you want the easy draw and uh, stuff like that. So it's a draw. You can get anyone. You can beat anyone. That's what I believe. So we'll see how we go. Pete, Warren Point got to the semi-finals last time, so one better, Eamon? One better this year, hopefully. Uh, Vigo, um, there's no reason to say we can't do it. Anyone can do it, you know. It's underdogs are right through the way of the cup, so um, hopefully we can get there. But we'll give it our best shot and see where it takes us. Glenn Torrens, Elvio Van Overbeek joins us right now. First up, how's life in Belfast? Yeah, I really like uh, here in Belfast. It's uh, quite similar to Holland, so it's not too much a difference, but yeah, I like it. You've certainly got um, fans of Irish League football talking. You're having uh, a great season as far as we're concerned. For yourself personally, where, uh, how has this season been for you so far? Oh uh, Yeah, in the beginning I need to get used to the football right here because uh, it's a little bit different as in Holland. Uh, a lot of long balls, I'm not so the tall of the players, 
so I need to get used to the in the beginning of the football. But now, yeah, I'm, yeah I I can show what I can do, and I I I'm scoring and giving assists. So yeah, till now it's going well. There's tough tackles in this league. Was that something you were used to? No, no, no. In Holland, it's all about football, playing, passing. And right here is a lot of physical. And yeah, I need, I need to jump early, so. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen has been bigging you up on the show for weeks now. Yeah. I, I love Elvio. It's brilliant. This show, some of my favorite players in the Irish League are on this show this week, so it's Thank fantastic. You. Do you know what I love about you, Elvio? The way that you go down the wing, you don't see wingers these days who whip balls in like you do. So we taught that from an early age over in Holland. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my quality, that my crosses and my speed. And in Holland, we, uh, the way I, I, I learned to be a winger was like, we got a, a good striker. So for me, it was like, if I'm free, and I can't give the ball, then I give the ball and the striker scores. So for me, uh, I'm always doing like this here. And you started out at PSV Eindhoven, isn't that right? Yes. So right. what was that like as an experience? Yeah, it was really beautiful uh, moments that I played there. Um, a lot of great players, a lot of great players. In my time, it was difficult to get in the first team. But uh, now, now you can see they, they give the chance uh, from the earth. So I like now that yeah, they try to give the chance on the earth. And Mick McDermott at Glentorn, he seems to be doing a very, very good job. What's he like for the players? Yeah, he's a very important uh, coach for the players because uh, he tries to, to, to bring football in the Glentorn. And that's also why I like it to, to play in Glentor because we try uh, to play football if we can if you don't can then we just <laughs> kick, <laughs> kick the ball in front and uh, we look at last weekend 2-0 up at half time how disappointed were you at the end of the game yeah because um, when you are 2-0 two, two then you can give away um, yeah, we were we were very disappointed because uh, first half we played well, and second half they came a little bit stronger. Um, yeah, we didn't expect, and that's why they scored two times. And and for us, was was like uh, uh, keeping and and try to get a point because uh, yeah, they came uh, very good from the second half. So was very difficult at this point. Finally, big game this weekend against Crusaders. Um, are you looking forward to it? Yes, 100%. The Glentorn record against Crusaders isn't particularly great of late. Um, do you reckon you can get three points on Saturday? Yes, I think uh, we, we play at home. And at home we are strong. So I think we're going to take the three points. If Elvio plays well and Robbie McDade plays well, Glentorn can win this. I'm going to predict, Elvio, that you will win the game, so don't let me down. <laughs> yes. So there you go, Bastian Eri, Eamon Skinnell and Elvio Van Overbeek, and we've got this week's predictions all coming up. But first, this week's 90 Seconds With. We have one of the stars of the Irish League, Pete Fuad Sule from Larne. 
so this is 90 seconds with Larn Hero Fuad Sule. Thank you for doing this, mate. No worries, mate. Okay, here we go. Best player played with? Probably Chris Forrester. Toughest opponent? Patrick McElhinney. Favourite ground? Tallis Stadium. Worst ground? H&W Welders. I can't remember. We played there last year. The, the Welders ground. I love that. <laughs> Best dancer at Larne? Uh, there's not, there's not an awful lot of great movers. Uh, well, Lee Lynch is okay. Lee Lynch is the closest to what I'd say a good dancer like. Who's the worst dancer? Chris Ramsey. Best fashion sense? Lee Lynch. Worst fashion sense? Chris Ramsey. Best trainer? Jeff Hughes. Worst trainer? There's a few. Uh, I'm going to throw me mate, Harry Flowers, under the bus. Best football moment? Uh, winning the player of the year for Bowes. Worst football moment? Losing in the cup final for uh, St. Pat's. Team you support? Manchester United. Football hero? Paul Scholes, maybe. Favourite sports star outside of football? Um, outside of football... Tiger Woods, maybe. Favourite TV show? Um, Favourite TV show... I'm going to go Friends. Favourite movie? I don't really watch much movies. Uh, probably Bad Boys. Bad Boys, yeah. Favourite video game? FIFA. Favourite singer or group? Uh, Favourite singer? Like singer or rapper? Or yeah, whatever. Uh, 50 Cent, so yeah, 50 Cent. Favourite drink? Fanta. Favourite holiday destination? Uh, Marbella. And who would you most like to meet Fuad? Cristiano Ronaldo. Top man. So we're into this week's Irish League predictions and Aaron Canning from Korean joins us right now. Uh, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this for us. Um, two each against the Glens last weekend. Um, you were 2-0 down at half-time. Was it a good result in the end for you? It probably was an end-up, yeah. Um, we were done at half-time, but we had a feeling we were going to get something from the game, strangely enough. But we gave them probably two goals. And you can't give a team like Lantaran a two-goal head start and expect to win the game, but probably in the all in all was a fair result in the draw on the end up. And what Oren said at the end of the game? Sort of mixed emotions from Oren. The fact that the first half wasn't great and the second half we, we came out with a point from the game, so he was probably all in all happy enough. Yeah, and overall, I mean, you've had, I mean, you were flying high and then a couple of ropey results to, to teams in the, in the bottom of the league. That must be very frustrating. It is, because we know how good a team we are and we play. We showed it here on Tuesday night against, against Linfield. And then we went out against the so-called smaller teams as such, and we slipped up. But listen, that's football, and we know what we have to do to try and rectify it. So we'll look at it and go from there. Aaron, you have been one of the players of the season. How much are you enjoying having Oren Kearney back at the showgrounds? It's not just Oren's physical side of things and everything else. It's his man management that, that gets me up for games and everything else. So it's, it's huge for me that he's back at the club. And yourself, you scored a goal at Windsor Park here against Linfield. Um, uh, you always seem to score against them. Well, I scored a few weeks beforehand, didn't I, with a header at the front post. Everybody's trying to take it off me, but I don't understand why, but it is what it is. Um, no, I don't score too many goals. It's nice to get on the score sheet, but my job's keeping them out. And I was going to say title contenders. Do you see yourselves as title contenders? I do. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say, answer that question just yet, but... Um, 
listen, we get through December, see where we are in January, and we'll go from there. And a League Cup final to look forward to? Yeah, that's that's always something special. So we're there and all, but that's sort of put back now until February. We'll focus on the bread and butter now and see see where we go. Good stuff. Right, talking to the bread and butter. Uh, into this week's fixtures in the Danske Bank Premiership. Uh, Balamina at home to Dungannon. And a great win for Balamina last week against the odds. Oh, what a massive win that was for David Jeffrey. He will have enjoyed that. He's been under the cosh, been getting a lot of stick from Balamina fans. And then to go to Crusaders, no one expected them to win there, did they, Aaron? And he pulls out uh, an unbelievable result. One nearly made significant changes as well to his team. And you've got to hand it to Jeffrey. He's still got it. He really has. Um, this weekend, big match for them though to, to carry on and against Dungannon, who pulled out a big result for them. I said last week, Pete, that I fancied them. and um, uh, it That's turned, one prediction he's got right this season. Yeah. <laughs> it, it turned out to be right. I think it, this one's going to be a draw because Dungannon are going to have confidence. Obviously, Balamina are feeling better about themselves. Big that he's got Freel and Leckie back together again. They've had injuries all season. So that's huge for Balamina. But I think Dungannon have a decent record down there in recent years, and I think they'll go there thinking they can get a 1-1 draw. Excellent stuff. What do you think, Aaron? I would probably have to go with Balamina after that result last week. I think that'll be a, a huge kick-on for them. And Again, it's typical David, isn't it? He, he's, he's good at what he does, and he's good at getting the boys psyched up. So Dungannon's a good side as well. They give us their full of it at, at the showgrounds, but I'd have to go with Balamina. All right, OK. Uh, Institute at home to Glenavon. Um, Institute will be reeling. Uh, having lost to Carrick 3-0 last week and uh, the Glenavon run uh, it's just so up and down and more on the downside these days Pete you just don't know what you're going to get from Glenavon and that's the problem for Gary Hamilton one week they're beating Linfield the next they're getting hammered by Carrick like where do you go with that they're just so inconsistent Institute have improved under Sean Connor, but I think this is now a difficult time for them because the games are going to come thick and fast. They haven't got the biggest of squads. And I think if Glenavon show up, they'll win. Josh Daniels is from that part of the world. He'll relish playing at the Brandywell. And um, he's one of the best players in the league. A lot of, lot of talk, by the way, about Josh going to Coleraine this week. Um, I don't know if that happens. Josh Daniels is one of the best players. And I think he could be the, the difference in that match 2-1 Glenavon obviously you're not going to say anything about Josh but I know nothing about it <laughs> uh, score prediction uh, I go 3-1 Glenavon I think Glenavon should possibly should have too much for to say Josh Josh could win a game on his own there's no two ways about it he's a quality quality player and probably shouldn't say this either but I would take it with Corey in tomorrow but I'd have to go Glenavon alright uh, Lorna at home this week at 2 Coleraine um, it'll be a challenging game going down to Lorne but, I mean, from what we've seen from Lauren this season, they can't turn up. They've got goal scorers, but you guys have got goal scorers in the month. Exactly. It's, it's going to be a close game. Down at the showgrounds is a close game. Lauren's a quality team. And I, if I was probably had to pick a team now to have played this season, I would say Lauren's probably the best team we've played. They're, they're well drilled and everything else, the way they move the ball. And probably the full side of Lauren, full-time side of Lauren, you know, with the fitness and everything else. They're a very good side, but so are we. So it's, it should be a good game. Bigger, what do you think? It's a tough one to call this because I think Larne have improved recently, certainly with results. Um, but Coleraine, when Coleraine are on it, they're as good as anyone in the league for me. Um, and Owen Bradley, he's got something against Larne, hasn't he? He always performs well against them for whatever reason. Call it a hunch, though. I think Larne can maybe get a point. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw there, Arne. You'll disagree, but I just think Larne 
are improving and um, uh, I think they can get a draw. Uh, Cliffenville are at home uh, to Carrick this weekend, which is a really interesting fixture because Carrick came off the back of a, of a fantastic win last weekend and Cliftonville were uh, stalled somewhat here at Winter Park. Really interesting time for Cliftonville, Pete. They were going great guns, winning game after game after game. They've just taken one point from their last nine. Um, I don't think Paddy McLaughlin will be too concerned, but he'll certainly want to get a result against Carrick. Will they do that? Yes, they will. I know Pat, Paddy was very upset with the referee and performance of Keith Kennedy against Linfield. He thinks Liam Bagnell now is a marked man with referees. And certainly from my perspective, I thought Liam Bagnell's first yellow card was soft. Um, so, you know, you could agree with McLaughlin on that one. Against Carrick, I fully expect Cliftonville to come back roaring, despite Carrick having a brilliant season. I think you're going to see the likes of Joe Gormley, Rory Donnelly stepping up. 3-1 to the Reds. Gotcha. Glentoran are at home to Crusaders um, and this is a really interesting fixture. Do you think the Glens are the real deal? I do, I do. And they are a work in progress but I, st- I think they're, they're almost there, believe it or not. That was one of the hardest games I played in all season on Saturday past there and they have a lot of firepower going forward and Robbie McDade and, and Murray but I, I don't know, I think Cruz is also, you look at Jamie McGonagall who's scoring goals now for fun Crews are probably probably the hardest team to beat now the way they set up and they're big and strong and everything else. But Which makes the Ballymena result last weekend even even more special. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I don't know, the way young Jamie's playing, I would have to go Crusaders in this one, 1-0. All right. Does it surprise you that Jamie has hit the ground running so well at Seaview? No, not at all. Jamie's a top player. There's no two ways about it. He was a big loss to Corian. You know, he's scoring you 20-plus goals a season. And he'll only get better. He's a young lad. He's a, he's a top player. Pete? Glentoran have a horrific record against Crusaders, absolutely terrible. But they also had a bad record against Cliftonville and they got a result then. I just think that they can get a result this time as well. Crusaders, they've been a little bit too inconsistent for my liking because normally whenever you think of Crusaders, they'll go maybe 10 on the bounce with wins, draws. But that defeat against Balamina was a bad one. David Cushley missing the last minute penalty. That was a shocker from him and he's normally so reliable, I think Glentoran can beat them. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win, and the, the feel-good factor at Glentoran continuing. Robbie McDade, um, listen, he's one of my favourite players in the Irish League, one of the best too, and um, I know he'll be up for it, but they've got so many other good players, and I think that Glens will get a result for the first time in ages against the Crews. Uh, final game of the weekend, Warren Point at home to Linfield. Um, Warren Point at Milltown are a different proposition. As you know, <laughs> know firsthand, um, and uh, they'll have been disappointed by last weekend. Well, they will, but as you say, Pete, home form is going to be key for them. And they've beaten Coleraine, and they nearly beat Crusaders, um, although Crusaders won 1-0. And it's going to be an interesting match, this for Linfield. Linfield are sort of just staggering through matches, stumbling through them, but they've won their last three. Sign of champions, Pete, sign of champions. I think they're going to up the ante at Warren Point, though, and I'm going to go for Linfield to win 3-1. It'll be interesting to see if he picks Water- Waterworth, Andy Waterworth, who played well when he came on against Cliftonville, and Chris Casement got a big, big goal. But defensively, Linfield are starting to keep clean sheets again in the league. They couldn't do it against Aaron and Coleraine because you guys battered them, but I think they'll beat Warren Point 3-1. What do you think? Yeah, it's hard to look past Linfield, I think. Warren Points, as you say, they're a different animal at home, but I just think Linfield have too much too much going forward I can't I can't even see Warren Point scoring against the Blues they're, they're good at the back there's no two ways about it 
I just think they've too much come forward and Cooper and everybody else not to see the game out. We're into obviously the Christmas period now as a player. There's an awful lot asked of you guys. Do you dread it or do you look forward to it? It's massive games over Christmas. You know, we have Ballymena Boxing Day, it's a big derby. We have the Blues a couple of days later. We have Carrick and then we have an Irish Cup on the Saturday. It's a busy, busy period, but it's also something you realise and look forward to, you know. But listen, if we come out of December, I've always said it, with as many points as we possibly can and we're still in the mix come January, then that's where we decide to try and kick on and see where we go. Good man. Well, listen, good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you, pleasure to see you. Thank Cheers. you very much, my man. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Thank you very much for watching and enjoy your weekend's football.